Hello, my friends. So today I um, thought I would give you a little audio book for um, podcast purposes. This book I'm reading is called Zen by Anne Bancroft, Direct Pointing to Reality. So I'm not going to read the whole book, obviously. I mean, that would be a very long endeavor, but I can read some of the introduction. So, here we go. Introduction. Every religion at its highest tells us that life itself is holy and that the full experience of the transcendent nature of life is a homecoming. Zen is a Buddhist way of attaining a direct realization of the truth of these statements. Based on the highest teachings of the Buddha, It was taken in the 6th century AD from India to China, where it came to be known as direct pointing to the heart of man. This direct pointing is to the living experience of reality, to what life is in itself, unmeditated, no, yeah, unmeditated by words or ideas, (laughs) Zen points to a specific state of awareness in which the mystery and beauty of life in this very moment is perceived wholly and directly and with pure objectivity. In the words of one of its teachers, Dogen, to learn the way of the Buddha is to learn about oneself. To learn about oneself is to forget oneself. To forget oneself is to be enlightened by everything in the world. To be enlightened by everything is to let fall one's own body and mind. Zen is a religious path, but it expresses reality not in theological explanations, but in everyday conversation and advice on how to act in accordance with reality. Uman says... When walking, just walk. When sitting, just sit. Above all, don't wobble. Hmm. And that age-old problem of how to live in the world and yet find liberation is dealt with in this fashion. Bokaju once asked, We have to dress and eat every day, and how can we escape from all that? The master replied, we dress, we eat. I do not understand. If you do not understand, put on your clothes and eat your food. (laughs) The usual conceptual mode of thinking is upset by the apparently unsatisfying advice given in this last statement. The logical mind has nothing to feed on. Intellect and imagination are told to come to a full stop so that eating food and dressing can be experienced as they really are. Because Zen desires to lose lose us from the grip of concepts, to shatter the rigid thought forms in which we seek to possess life, it also makes devastating use of contradiction and paradox. When Joshu, a great Zen master, was asked what he would give when a poverty-stricken man should come to him, he replied, what is wanting in him? When he was asked on another occasion, when a man comes to you with nothing, what would you say to him? 
His instant reply was, Throw it away. Our intellect may make little of this, but our innate sense of being, which is what Zen is trying to awaken, will recognize immediately this man who is presenting having nothing as personal as a personal belonging. Paradox is a well-known means of presenting religious truth. For instance, the nobleman in Christ's parable of the talents says, Unto every one which hath shall be given, and from him that hath not, even that he hath shall be taken away from him. Whoa. <laughs> Zen, too, uses concrete presentation rather than abstraction. For instance, according to Fudashi, and I might be pronouncing these names um, incorrectly, <clears throat> that's probable, actually. Um, so, according to Fudashi, Empty-handed I go, and yet the spade is in my hands. I walk on foot, and yet I am riding on the back of an ox. When I pass over the bridge, <clears throat> lo, the water flows not, but the bridge is flowing. Wow. But if paradox is baffling, it is nothing compared to the Zen denial of opposites. The way it sees the truth by using neither assertion nor negation. Uman says, in Zen there is an absolute freedom. Sometimes it negates and other times it affirms. It does <clears throat> either way at pleasure. Zen masters in ancient China used to carry a short stick known as a chu Pimo, a noted master of the 10th century, used to carry a forked chupi, and whenever a monk came up to him and made a bow, he would put the stick to the neck of the monk and say, What devil taught you to be a homeless monk? What devil taught you to walk about? Whether you can say something or whether you can't, just the same, you must die under my fork. Speak, speak, be quick. <laughs> <clears throat> wow, this speak, speak, used by many masters, is again an attempt to awaken the true person. Most of our days are spent responding to the world in the ways we think it expects of us, which brings about the belief that we have a number of characteristics adding up to a personality, but no acquired aspect of ourselves has a chance to respond to that permanent, per oh my gosh. Um, I lost my spot. Only the real person has a chance on survival there. In, in these ways, Zen denies all attempts to rationalize it, make sense of it, or turn it into a philosophy, and it compares man's desire to grasp it intellectually to a finger pointing at the moon, the finger continually being mistaken for the moon itself. It has an amused indifference to the worldly goals of men. The Zen outlook has it that all is equally holy, even straw mats and horse dung, and to distinguish one of life's aspects and make it more important, more make it of more importance than another, is to fall into dualistic error rather than reality. A famous Zen poem says, "The perfect way knows no difficulties." 
except that it refuses to make preferences. Only when freed from hate and love, it reveals itself fully and without disguise. A tenth of an inch indifference, and heaven and earth are set apart. If you wish to see it with your own eyes, have no fixed thoughts either for or against it. The classic instinct, instance of such an attitude is the arrival in China of Bodhidharma, a renowned Indian Buddhist of the 6th century who came to teach Zen and stayed to become China's first Zen patriarch. I think that's where I'm going to stop today. Um, I might do an episode two and continue reading this introduction. Sorry, I'm kind of losing my voice right now. I hope you have a great day and I'm sending you love and positive vibes.